Welcome to Alabama AgCast, a weekly conversation about news and issues affecting Alabama farmers and forest landowners. Alabama AgCast is produced by the Alabama Farmers Federation. Welcome to Alabama AgCast. This is your host, Mike Moody, and today in the studio we have Mitt Walker. Mitt is the director of the Governmental and Agriculture Programs. Mitt, welcome. Thank you, Mike. Good to be back with you today. Well, today we're going to talk about the Washington Legislative Conference. It's a conference that we hold every other year. It'll be March 1st through the 4th. Mitt, what should attendees expect if they haven't been to D.C. in a while? Yeah, Washington looks a little different. So, um, you know, between COVID and then I think there's some new security protocols that were a result of um, some of the events that took place in January last year. So things look a little different on Capitol Hill uh, for folks that haven't been there in a while. Um, You know, one of the biggest changes that, that we've been dealing with as we go in to visit our delegation is um, we have to have staff escort us into the building now. Um, in the past, you just went through security and mm-hmm. showed up for your appointment. So logistically, there's a few more hurdles to, to walk through. Um, unfortunately, the um, Capitol Visitors area is closed at the time, but um, we've got a full slate, a full agenda lined up. Looking forward to, to moving folks around. and. Um, one of the, the things that really helped us out is the city actually just dropped their vaccine uh, mandate. So I think it was December time frame. They required proof of vaccination to go into restaurants, hotels, and that kind of thing. And um, was really concerned about having to navigate that because we're going next week. Um, we'll actually be on the ground this time next week. So glad to see that that vaccine mandate was dropped. I think they're loosening some of the mask requirements. Um, mm-hmm. So um, hopefully we're getting back to a more normal environment, if yeah. there's such thing yeah. as a normal Washington, D.C. Yeah, I was going to say uh, normal for D.C.? Mm, I don't know. But hopefully we'll get, we'll get back into a, a, a flow where things look a little, little more like it did in the past. Yeah. So what should our members expect for that week? Well, like I said, we've got a, a f- pretty full program um, lined out. So, um, you know, what what we're trying to do is get them in front of um, not only their member of Congress, but other key decision makers. Um, you know, we're going into next year will be a farm bill year, which um, the timing of this trip is really good to kind of talk about some of the tweaks or priorities that we might need in the next farm bill to have our folks on good fitting. Um, you know, the other thing I would say is I've had you know, maybe a few folks have said, hey, I'm just not real excited about going to Washington this year. You know, all the challenges that are coming out of D.C., you know, I'm just kind of down on on some of the regulatory stuff. And, you know, my response to that is there's really no better time than than to go um, now um, to, to push back on some of those challenges. To put got. a face on some of those issues yeah, that they see. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, so why why do we want to take our members up there, right? Why don't I just go up like I normally do and, and, and be their voice? You know, it's important for our elected officials and other decision makers to, to be able to do what you just said, put a face with the, the challenges out there. Um, it is a big difference in me telling somebody's story and them telling that story themselves. Um, when they can personalize it, 
when you're looking, you know, at your elected official and, and they're able to relate to what you're dealing with on your farm, your family farm, I think it really makes a difference in the way those discussions go. Yeah, as, as I've heard it, there's no good time to leave the farm, but uh, this is a worthwhile trip because it helps not only their family, their operation, helps all of Alabama. Yeah, yeah, it is, and, and it is it is certainly a work trip, too. We'll have people busy, so, you know, some of the highlights, I think, in just case, you know, people kind of wonder, so what is it we do specifically? Um, Coach Tuberville will, will be our opening speaker uh, the first night in town, so everybody will get to hear from, from Coach Tuberville. He serves on the Ag Committee, so I know he'll spend some time talking about some of the work they're doing there. I'm excited to have Senator John Bozeman from Arkansas addressing the whole group as well. Um, Senator Bozeman is the ranking member of the Senate Ag Committee, so again, as we go into a farm bill, or, you know, recently I think we've talked several episodes about the cattle market situation. Senator Bozeman's been very involved in those discussions, so really excited to have him speak to our group. Um, from there, I mean, you know, any, all of the who's who, you know, in terms of, of who's making ag policy up there, we'll get to spend a little time with from um, ranking member G.T. Thompson on the House Ag Committee. We'll have a group go by and visit with David Scott from Georgia. Um, he is the chairman of the House Ag Committee, so um, really full full program. We'll visit with some of our friends from close by, people like Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith from Mississippi, who's also on the Senate Ag Committee, um, Austin Scott over in Georgia, who's on the House Ag Committee. So lots of things going on. We'll also have a group go by and spend some time at the British Embassy um, to talk about trade and um, ag you know, exports going into Great Britain, and hopefully build upon some of those relationships as well. Uh, that, that's very interesting. I I really like the idea that you're bringing in senators and representatives from other states as well, just to uh, kind of give a get a flavor for what's going on nationally or regionally can still affect us. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I, and I would give the example. So we've got um, Senator Tuberville on Senate Ag Committee. We've got. Um, Congressman Moore from down in the Wiregrass on the House Ag Committee, but that's just one vote on the, those committees, you know, from an Alabama perspective. So it is important that we maintain those relationships with other members of the committee to make sure that, you know, Senator Hyde-Smith, she's certainly going to advocate for her Mississippi farmers, but we want her advocating for us as well. Um, we're going to have a lot of similar issues. So we do try to partner with those elected officials, you know, from a geographic standpoint, because we know there's going to be similar concerns and, and, and interest in terms of, of what we produce when you look at, at Mississippi or Georgia. Sure, absolutely. Uh, I tell you what, we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about what kind of things you're looking forward to as you go to D.C. It's never a dull day on the farm, especially when your day starts before the sun comes up. We're Alabama Ag Credit, and while some don't get it, we do. As the local experts in rural real estate financing, we've helped farmers finance everything from homes and land to tractors and crops. Because sometimes your natural resources need financial resources. We're back with the Alabama AgCast. We've got Mitt Walker in the studio, and uh, we're talking about the Washington Legislative Conference that's coming up next week, March 1st through 4th. Mitt, what's getting you excited about going up there? Yeah, I think the highlight of the trip for me when, when we go up, we, we do a reception one evening and invite the congressional staffers. We invite our delegation, some of the other members that I just rattled off. And we basically just spend a couple of hours visiting. We take L.O. Bishop Barbecue up to uh, D.C. Absolutely. So all of the, the folks there uh, look forward to getting some good Alabama barbecue when we're in town. And it's just an opportunity, again, to, to network, spend some time. 
um, let them kind of hear again directly from our members that are there. So it, it's a lot of fun. It's a good event, and um, also a lot of good conversation takes place to, again, help those staffers, help those members of Congress get a better idea of what our folks are, are facing out on the farm. That's right. And how many of our farmers are going up there? We've got about 80 going this year. Um, that's um, roughly half of what we typically take. And it, by, it, by design, I'm guessing. Well, um, I think it's a result of that that vaccine mandate that I talked about a while ago. It just got lifted a week ago. So right. while we were going through registration, it opened back in December. Um, still a lot of concern about being able to move around and do what we need to do. So um, certainly I understand some people want to kind of step back and maybe sure. take a break this year. But uh, folks we've got going are going to be excellent advocates for, for Alabama agriculture. I'm really excited as I was kind of going through and, and getting them assigned to some of the small group meetings. I, I could envision some of those conversations that would take place and got a really good group going and, and looking forward to, to them going and telling their story. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've got to we've got to advocate for ourselves. Yeah. You know, that's one thing that, that is so important, because, um, you know, if we're not there um, to tell our story, somebody else is telling our story for us. And, and we don't necessarily lock the way those stories <laughs> sometimes. So, um, they don't use it, the same language. We yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it is just so important. And, and you know, when, when I talk about, you know, what we do in, in Washington, most of the staff, most of the elected officials, they didn't grow up on a farm. They don't necessarily understand what our farmers face every year, um, whether it's tax policy, whether it's environmental regulations, um, you know, go down the list. Um, one big issue this year that we're all dealing with is the supply chain issues. Crop inputs are, are going to be harder to come by. When you can get them this year, they're going to be more expensive. So I know a lot of the conversation um, next week will re revolve around, you know, how do we kind of weather this storm? Uh, seems like there's something new on the horizon every year. And this year, um, I think the thing that's going to be top of mind is is that supply chain supply chain. Uh, well, you had mentioned the farm bill. Uh, is there anything in the farm bill that we should be concerned about or just keeping a close eye on? Yeah, I think this year, um, as we're looking toward the farm bill next year, there's still a lot of talk in Washington right now around this whole discussion on climate change carbon uh, capture, how does agriculture play a role in that? So one of the titles of the Farm Bill is actually called the Conservation Title. So that's where all of the funding goes to, to put those practices on the ground. So a lot of that funding comes through the Natural Resource Conservation Service and, um, you know, it's things like Equip is one of the programs. Yeah. It, it may be cross-fencing for cattle, you know, things like that. But all of that, that funding comes through the Conservation Title. And there's a lot of talk about what the conservation title may look like moving forward in terms of this new climate change discussion. But then there's always going to be things, when you look at Title I, um, some of the, the programs that, that help stabilize prices and, and, and whether those situations where markets are changing and farmers are, are trying to get through. You know, Title I will, will always be a big part of the discussion. Um, crop insurance, we definitely want to make sure that we're protecting the crop insurance programs mm -hmm. and, and make sure that the farmers have the tools that they need to um, manage that risk, too. So 
Farm Bill is kind of the uh, playbook. It's only voted on every five years, and it kind of sets the playbook or the rules of the game for ag policy for a five-year right. period. So it's something that we've got to make sure we get right. And um, so a lot of lot of discussion around that this week. Well, I, I appreciate you answering that. Well, that wasn't really one of our topics, but uh, yeah. it's a it's a big deal that we need to be you know it ever is. paying attention to. It is, yeah. And there, there's lots of other things. You know, again, I mentioned environmental regulations. We'll spend some time helping. Um, the elected officials understand some of those um, issues like the waters of the U.S. that's come back into the spotlight recently. So just a variety of things. But again, it's just so important that we have our members there to kind of tell that story themselves and, and help personalize those issues that are that are happening. Absolutely. And creating advocates, our farmers coming back and having that information to be able to share with their friends and their, you know, their counties is going to be, uh, I think, an important part as well. Well, Mitt, thank you so much for your time today, uh, and thank you for this effort. I know it's a, it's a big deal to put this event on, but I think it does a great job in advocating for Alabama agriculture and putting boots on the ground, probably literally boots on yeah, the ground yeah, in Washington. Yeah, <laughs> there'll be some cowboy boots and cowboy hats, and, and I like to see that, but uh, it's a team effort, Mike. We've got a, a, you know, our whole team is invested in, in trying to get these um, meetings nailed down. We are going to meet with some of our uh, um, friends in different associations. So we'll have a group go by and spend some time with um, National Cattlemen's Beef Association, National Cotton Council, some of those groups we partner with at the federal level. So I'm excited about that networking opportunity as well. Yeah, if, if you don't change some minds with L.O. Bishop Barbecue, I don't, I don't know what can. So. <laughs> well, they do look forward to that, and it is one of the highlights of the trip for absolutely, sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you once again, Matt. Yep, thank you, Mike. And now, your weekly AgCast wrap-up. Hi, everyone. This is Blake Thaxton, Executive Director of the Alabama Fruit and Vegetable Growers Association, an affiliate of the Alabama Farmers Federation. Alabama Fruit and Vegetable Growers need to be aware of an upcoming meeting on March 8th at 2 p.m. for information about the Local Food Purchase Agreement Program. The USDA description for the program reads that it is part of the Build Back Better initiative authorized by the American Rescue Plan. The purpose of the program is to maintain and improve food and agricultural supply chain resiliency. The cooperative agreements will allow for state and tribal governments to procure and distribute local and regional foods and beverages that are healthy, nutritious, and unique to their geographical area. The food will meet the needs of the population and serve feeding programs, including food banks, schools, and organizations that reach underserved communities. In addition to increasing local food consumption, funds will help build and expand economic opportunity for local and socially disadvantaged producers. We would like growers to join us for the informational meeting to learn about the program and how your farm might be a part. It is best if you bring a proposal that includes the proposed crops you wish to grow for the program, marketable yield per week or other time frames, description of the marketing packaging, and proposed fair market price. The Alabama Department of Agriculture and Industries is preparing a budget for the grant application and needs to include budgeted funds for your farm project to procure local food for underserved communities. If you would like to learn more about the program, please refer to the FAQs at the link in the show notes. The meeting is on March 8th at the Alpha Home Office at 2 p.m. You can also participate virtually via Zoom. You can find the Zoom link in the show notes also. Again, I'm Blake Thaxton, and that will wrap up this week, and we look forward to being with you next time. 
Alabama AgCast is sponsored by our friends at Alabama AgCredit. Give them a call for all your farm and land financing needs. For more information about today's conversation, check out the show notes or visit alphafarmers.org slash agcast. Be sure to follow Alabama Farmers Federation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Tune in next week for another timely conversation from Alabama AgCast. 